generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in, you are listening to a very special episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's podcast tonight. It's Saturday night where we are, I don't know where you're listening from. Mikey's in the studio as we said on the last one. Mikey Smith, Mortgage Performance, previously, now Guardian Smith. Yep. The change up. Yep, the change up, the the bigger company now. Yeah, wow. Do you want to talk about that for just a brief moment, mate, and explain? Uh, Yeah, well, it's probably natural progression, right? Yeah. So I've... Been a mortgage broker for uh, four or five years. We bought a few other mortgages businesses, mortgage businesses out along the way, um, and now I'm just starting a company where I'm the managing director of other mortgage brokers. So sweet, yeah, yeah. So you've gone from knowing a fair bit about the industry to then starting a business in it and doing it all your own, on your own to then employing a few people mm-hmm. to now going I'm going to scale this. And getting Mikey's underneath Mikey to go and do what you were doing at scale. Mm. And now the next five years looks like just grow that and get that humming and get those people doing well. Yeah, I'd like to create, uh, my goal is to have around 30 mortgage brokers Wow, um, working for the group. And I'd like 10 of them at least to do what I did. So... If there's anyone listening to this that maybe works in the bank and wants to change, mm. or is a yep bankers, bankers with humour, bankers with humour. <laughs> okay, so that's none of you listening. <laughs> yeah, have to be able to have a laugh in my office. So. I bet. Yeah, I was actually thinking I might have told you for keep the change. I might start putting at the bottom of the uh, email saying, "Hey, I've got a client, or like somebody is looking for this type of person," and use it as a little bit of a uh, lead introduction for someone looking for a new job. And then maybe try and clip the ticket on the uh, HR fee that they'd be getting paid. Well, there'd be 5,700 people receiving that, right? Yeah, so, plus yeah. the old potty. So I'd have to clock one a month, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Every two months. Yeah, you'd maybe something to, to think about. charge for that data, right? Yeah. What does well, it cost me? Even if, <laughs> if I can find you, if there's a mortgage advisor out there, you know, I'm saving you a recruitment fee of <laughs> probably 15% of their salary. Um, mate, today for 15 minutes, and I thought we could do this in the future as well, because I think people... Uh, out there going, okay, is it possible to actually get a loan anymore mm. with everything I'm hearing in the media? So from the horse's mouth, from someone that writes debt for a living, are people still getting mortgages? 100%. 
brilliant. Yeah, 100%. Different, yeah. but it's happening. So, um, like, in terms of the amount of loans that my company is settling, which is basically people moving into their houses, it's about the same. Really? Yeah, as, as last year. Yeah, as last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, but very different. You know, like, if I talked to 10 people last year and three people, you know, five people got approved and three people moved into houses, now I'm talking to, like, four people and two or three people are moving into houses. Yeah, so you gotcha. it's definitely quieter out there and a little bit of it's fear about the rules and a little bit's fear about the market. And, yeah, I think um, at the end of last year we had the, what, what was called the triple CFA. I was on our friend Sarah's podcast talking about that. Yeah. Our one-up project. And that's been an interesting change and we're seeing, I guess, the industry get used to how to uh, build loan applications, talk to clients about what is required around that. And I think that's all happened now and everyone's used to it. So more loans are getting approved because the industry understands how to get them approved yeah. under the new guidelines. Um, and I think that was probably the biggest deterrent like at Christmas time, it was like, holy shit, it was like a smack in the face. Yeah, those rules. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's gone now. And there's rumours that they're going to sort of like June's coming and there's a chat happening and I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But basically, whoever we're getting approved last year in the old rules, we've got it sussed now and they're getting approved under the new rules. Um, the biggest change now is the interest rates. So when, when interest rates were at 2 or 3%, in terms of real rates on your home loan, in the calculators that we're using to calculate how much you can borrow, that was around high fives, low 6% range. So basically, the banks have in their calculators like a buffer to say if rates go up to here, we know you can still pay your mortgage. They call it a test rate. That's That rate, as rates have gone up, that rate's gone up. Yeah, so peak. we're into the sort of seven, mid sevens now. So sure. what that does is basically it reduces your borrowing capacity. I see. So, um, because all of a sudden, if you're looking at a million dollars, there's another, I don't know, $10,000 a year or whatever added on to your expenses because that's what the mortgage costs. Yeah. Which means you can borrow less. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, it's a natural part of the cycle. It, it doesn't worry me, but that's a little bit what you're seeing with house prices and all of the stuff that flows through to everything. So, the people that are buying at the moment... Like I'd imagine there's some people out there that aren't buying because they are worried that this is a risky time to buy and it's going to go down and then their parents would probably not let them ever come around for lunch again because they bought a house in a declining market or something. Like, What are the people doing that are buying? How come they, they don't really care and they're just going, going ahead with it? Um, I mean, certain people just want a home and it's been a goal and they'll buy whenever. It's yep. like They come to me and they're like, run us through the advice of how we can afford this and what it will look like in a year and then five years and then we explain all that and that's fine. And the price doesn't really matter to some people. That's, it is what it is. They're buying a home to live in. They want to have a kid next year or whatever um, and it works in with the plan so it doesn't matter and they're probably going to stay there for 10 years. Yeah. So if you've got a 10-year time horizon, it doesn't matter if $800,000 house goes down to seven hundred and in 10 years it's probably going to be, if it's not at $800, i will eat my hat, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, they're going to inflate it again. So <coughs> I'll just write this note down about you eating your hat in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's not a problem. Um, so and then just on that very quickly. So I suppose it's like they don't really care what the price is because really what they care about, like the affordability isn't the price. It's actually how much access to debt they can get and whether they can afford to pay the repayments each month. Much like someone going in to go, how much is that pair of sneakers? Oh, it's $190. Oh, I can't afford that. Oh, actually, I don't care because I can use Afterpay and now I can afford it. So... Yeah, we, we provide a little bit more financial <laughs> okay. advice than okay, the, sorry, old, mate. the counter with Afterpay. But yeah, that's... <laughs> sorry, mate. That's, <laughs> that's uh, one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, all the time we have people come in and they're like, what's the repayment? Um, and that's, like, the first thing they think about because yeah. they, they live in the here and the now and they know what they get paid in their hand each week and what they can live on and they want to know what the repayment is to match up. Gotcha. It's not, like, first instinct to be like, oh, I could make double my salary over the next three years or you know there's none of that going on like a lot of the first reaction is what is the repayment yeah um so yeah we have a lot of those conversations yeah i'm actually quite uh like i like quite like pushing buttons being like why can't you make more oh yeah okay so yeah and they're like whoa sorry what <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you mean yeah yeah and have you been going to any open homes recently yeah is that a development today and what's the the vibe compared to a year ago uh, wow, <laughs> different. Um, yeah. We definitely had people through and I talked to a few people and I've got meetings set up for, during the week with them. Um, but, I mean, there was a time last year when I couldn't talk to everyone at the open homes. I think it was January 2020. I was sending you photos on like the yeah. 8th of January or whatever. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, most people are still bloody down at uh, was, summer days or some concert or whatever. Yeah, I think that particular open home was some of my mates the real estate agents in Kingsland, and there was, I think, over 50 groups wow. in an open home for, like, a two-bedroom unit in Kingsland. Um, so, I mean, I haven't seen that this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely a different vibe out there, but that's that's the whole point of the monetary policy that's been put in place, right, to slow it down. So Yeah. So are there just as many homes being listed? There's just less transactions going through. Is that right? Or what would it, do you know those Statistics numbers? say there's way more property on the market now than there was last year. But oh, that's okay. probably because they're sitting on the market for longer. longer. And yeah. I yeah. don't think that's a good indication of like people wanting to get out. Yeah. I think uh, they could come, but I don't, think it's, I don't think that's an indication of that. That's just an indication of stuff sitting on for longer. So someone that's thinking about buying a property and say... Six months, what do they need to be thinking about? Like, has it changed at all, or is it just still the basics? Yeah, I think um, it really, like, I said this on Serious Podcast, like, the, one of the best calculations you can do personally um, without having to talk to me or a bank or whatever is go into, like, a mortgage calculator online. You can check it out on Mikey's website at guardiansmith.co.nz. Brilliant. And just type in the mortgage size that you think you'll want. So if you want to buy an $800,000 home and you've got a $100,000 deposit, you've got a $700,000 mortgage, but put the interest rate in it at 7%. Don't put it in at 4 or 5 or what you can get the real rate. Get, put it in at 7 And look at what that repayment is. And think about when you own a home, you've got rates, insurance, blah, 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 about five grand a year on top of that. So add up all of those repayments over 12 months add the rates on, then divide it back into 52 weeks. Yeah. Let's call that $900, okay? Let's say it's $900 a week for everything to own your new home that you haven't bought yet. Then look at what you're currently doing. You're probably renting for $400 a week. And 
that means if you move from now at $400 a week into $900 a week, the bank might look at that and go, how are you going to make up that extra 500 Yeah. So are you saving that 500 If you're saving that 500 the bank's going to be like, sweet, green light, let's roll. Gotcha. If you're blowing that 500 and just having a good time Believe me. and thinking that you can afford it because you know that you can turn off like one night going out for dinner and this and that and less Uber Eats and stuff like that, it's probably not good enough now. Like we used to be able to get away with a little bit of like massaging that stuff. Um, under these new rules, they want to see you practicing what you're about to take on. Gotcha. So if your mortgage is going to be nine hundred dollars, you want your rent and your savings to equal nine hundred dollars, and <laughs> very rarely we won't be able to get something like that approved. So should people be clearing up their sort of afterpay, their credit cards and stuff like that in anticipation for buying if they've got that? Get rid system? of all that shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. This, now this is advice. <laughs> Get rid of all that shit anyway. Yeah. I tell you, mate, my life has been way better since getting rid of credit cards, cue cards, like all that stuff. I don't use any afterpays. Like I don't have any of that stuff. I I don't even have coffee cards, man. Like I went to the coffee oh. shop that I go to by my work the other day. And she was like, why don't you have a coffee card? I was like, I don't even want it in my wallet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she just stamped the whole card. She was like, you've had enough coffee and then gave me a free one. <laughs> wow. Well, interestingly... um, Last night, I went and brought a new pair of uh, boots, and... Aaron Williams? No, no, I, I went in there. I said, how much are these? Oh, 515. <laughs> I was like, good on you, mate. Uh, have a good weekend, and walked out. <laughs> I just can't bring myself to, a uh, yeah, anyway. So, where we went, Taz, my partner, is a member, or something, and, like, I don't even know you could get some sort of membership to this thing, but, of course, every retail store these days, and they're like, oh, you've actually got a 25% discount coupon in here. I thought, wow, like if it wasn't with her, I would have been paying this 25% extra. But it just shows you the margin that's in mm. these things, eh? You mm. know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a big shopper, man. So, yeah. like, I don't do any of that shit. I've got no idea. Like, if I want something, I go and pick it up and take it home. Like, yeah. Half the time, I don't even look at the price because I'm not a big shopper. Like, I don't really spend money on stuff anything <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a good tip, though, right? Like, unsubscribe from all of the, the shit that you. Like maybe you, the reason you're a member for that stuff is so that they can try and get you back in. Like I get a Barker's discount thing coming through, a bloody Tommy Hilfiger type something or whatever, and it's sort of, you've gone into the store and they've gone, oh, are you a member? And you're like, no. And they're like, oh, well, you realise members get 40% off. I'm like, fucking 40%? What do you mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, sign me up. But then I'm like, oh, because you're going to make it back because <laughs> you're pinging me every week saying, yeah. oh, we've got 30% off this weekend yeah. or whatever. Um, but I suppose if you're trying to cut down on your spending you don't need to be doing, it's probably a six-month journey of unsubscribing from some of that shit so that you're not getting peppered with, hey, spend your money. 100%. It's, okay, so the question is, can you still get a mortgage? The answer is undeniably yes, but you're not entitled to it. Oh, that's a goodie. Explain that. So it's not your right. (laughs) Yeah. You have to do the right things to get it. So you can't just walk around and think you'll get a mortgage no matter what. You do have to do things to get it, and it, when we have a boom like we've had over the last couple of years um, and times were seemingly quite easy, money was flowing, pay rises were going and houses were cheaper, Yeah, debt was more affordable, all of these things were lining up like the stars just aligned. It's We start to um, sort of forget the rules of, of how credit and that system works. Yeah. And... 
the bank doesn't just give out money for no reason. Like you can't just be like, oh yeah, this property is worth this, we want a loan. You still have to meet certain requirements. So you're not entitled to it. You do have to do the right things. Having your affordability um, in check and making sure your account conduct is respectable. Um, you don't have too much personal debt and stuff like that. It's all same as it always has been. Yeah. Um, we've been through a good period. It's sort of a little bit of back to reality now, but yeah. Sweet. So be smart and it's, yeah, you're not, uh, it's not your God-given right for the bank just to give you a shit ton of debt. I mean, yeah. ultimately, they're not going to want to force people out of their homes, are they? So they've got to do some form of testing to make sure that they're not just giving money to, to everybody and just giving them as much as they want. I think the, like, a bank's worst nightmare is mortgage sales. Yeah. Like the yeah, last look, thing they want to do is be like, oh, such and such bank had the most mortgage mortgage sales this week on the front page of the Herald. Like, yeah. So that's just not how they want to be. They want to be looked at as looking after clients. And to be fair, they do a pretty good job of it. Um, I thought when I came into the industry that I didn't really like banks and stuff, but now that I've worked with them, like they're all just people. They they've got policy and yeah, things like that. They're and just people, yeah, <laughs> and, they're robots. <laughs> And um, they're businesses and, yeah. you know, they've got things that they need to achieve and, yeah, it's part of the game. Lastly, mate, um, are they, like, is there, is there any sort of person that shouldn't be trying to access credit at the moment or, or buy or anything like that where you're having strong conversations being like, hey, you know, no. People starting businesses. Yeah? Yeah, just go for the business. Do the business first. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All yeah, right. Don't yeah. have any commitment. Just give me permission to not uh, <laughs> buy any property. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, it's a good point though. I guess you know personally, I don't have any property, and I when I did have property and had a mortgage, it just I could feel this weight of it, mm. and it's hard to juggle. People get tied up in the thought of like owning a home is so nice and it's secure, um, but it's actually just a financial liability if you're trying to grow something else on the side. Yeah. Um, so just be careful with that. Have you seen any people do any real cool shit to accelerate their savings? So like moving home or just spending one income and not spending the other or living in a caravan or bloody um, just living on a kayak or something, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is there any creative stuff that you've seen and gone like, wow, good on you? That's yeah, I see all sorts of stuff all the time. I mean, my favourite is when someone calls me up and they're like, they want to buy a home. Um, and they're saving one out of the two couple's salaries. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to be sweet. Yeah, like, wow. You can do whatever you want because, like, you're so financially disciplined that this will be a walk in the park. And so it's not just people with big incomes. It's just, like, they just live such a disciplined lifestyle financially. It's funny when I hear, like, people telling me about news about, you know, this costs this and this yeah. costs this, and then, like, I'm the one that sees the numbers yeah. and see how people can live and get shit done. And if they want to achieve something, it's pretty lean. Yeah, it can happen. I saw, uh, we had someone in here this week and they said, oh, a lot of my mates just game all weekend. And he's like, they don't go out, they don't drink, they don't buy any shit, they just game, they just game 20 hours a weekend. It's probably cheap as shit, right? Yeah, I thought, wow. They're probably making money, they're probably streaming it on like Twitch yeah. or... <laughs> I thought, wow, maybe they're onto something there, yeah. you know? They're yeah. Probably, yeah, probably saving the most, spending the least, and uh, yeah. yeah my garage is full of cars and shit that I play with, we're going to get time off, it's done. Um, that's the 15 minutes, mate. How can people find you if they need to get in touch with you? Guardiansmith.co.nz. Google it. 
Google it. Just Google Mikey Smith, mortgage advisor, to be honest. That'll come up with everything. Your, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, your guardiansmith.co.nz. Thank you, mate. Good no insight. Worries. We'll do this again uh, maybe next month or the month beyond and figure out what we need to be thinking about if we want to get debt and, in fact, whether people are getting any debt.